The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Welcome to my brother, my brother, main advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother in 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. I actually, that was pretty even. Thank yeah. you. Good, I appreciate thank that. You. Good balance, everyone. I assume when everyone screams as loud as they possibly can, it all works out the same. Because yeah. there's a, a cap on sure. pure human joy. I, 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 do you want to clarify before we go on? Um, you may be looking at it and think, did Travis change clothes between trainers? No. This shirt is reversible. <laughs> so. I just want to make that clear. He called Levi's and he's like, I'm doing two in a row. Is there anything you can do for me? And those fucking fashion wizards, they did it. I feel very good. Yeah. Yeah. And you may be asking why. Is it the energy of Nashville? Is it tour life? It's is not. it just that we've gotten good at this? Is it the, it's the, the excitement of Nashville crowds, which I tell everyone are the best crowds <laughs> in the world? It's not. It's not that. It's not that. It's salad, baby. <laughs> you're looking at three genuine salad boys. Oh. And I know what you're thinking. Certainly someone made them get salad. Nope. No. Ordered it on their own. This Completely was, voluntary. This was not a cookie points transaction or investment situation. This right. was three adults who said, do you know what would be good for my human body? Right. Salad. And everyone in the room went, oh. <laughs> now, we, is, we've that, been on the road for like two days, so like, it's taken a serious toll. <laughs> you're, you're joking, but... I'm not. Road Griffin makes choices that home Griffin would... Ne- this morning for breakfast... Uh, this, this morning I had two big, big muffins, a bag of Skittles, and a whole can of Pringles uh, before 10 a.m. <laughs> if, if I was sitting at my, in my living room watching Teen Titans Go with, with my child and wife, I would not say, you know what would be good breakfast? It would not involve Skittles and a whole can of Pringles. I can guarantee you that much. Now, I don't know about you guys. I don't want to speak for you, but the sort of arc that I went on this evening was intellectually saying, I should have a salad. The poops have been strange today. 
And then intellectually saying that, and then when dinner arrived, I went on a spike like this. Oh, hell yeah, dinner. And then I was like, ah, shit. That's right. I got a salad. But then at my lowest point, Mm -hmm. which was one of the worst things ever happened to me, (laughs) because I could have gotten anything and I did get salad. As I started to eat it, my body was like like fucking Wesley and Buttercup emerging from the lightning sands. Like, (gasps) oh, thank God. Vitamins, nutrients, thank you. The the amazing thing about this is I actually... Wait, hold on. That was really funny. Just let him finish laughing. (laughs) No. Okay, I experienced the exact inverse of this this afternoon. Griffin and I. Oh, and Paul. Travis made some fucking decisions at Puckets. <laughs> I went to Puckets and I ordered four appetizers. No, F O R. But I did. And F O U R actually. F O U R four appetizers. I got fried green beans, fried green tomatoes, fried pickles. And then we also got the sausage and cheese. He plate. did that. He ordered that trio of literally everything in the appetizers menu that said fried on it. And I instinctively went like, holy fuck. This and is... I said this out loud in a restaurant I've never been to. No in a shit. City I've never been to. I ordered those three things. Rapid fire. The server went, wow. <laughs> she actually said, awesome. Yeah. Like, it's probably the first time. And so I, I was very excited spiritually to order these things. And then I started consuming them in my body, like uh, the other father in uh, Coraline, just like melted. <laughs> my body started to consume these this earthly decadence. What we are saying is that these were prescription salads, <laughs> right? These were medicinal salads, right? Uh, so this is an advice show, and what does that mean? Well, uh, we tell you what to do. Now, if you've never listened to this before and you've just heard this bit, you might be thinking, I probably shouldn't do what they tell me to do. And you'd be right. Chase that instinct. Yeah, follow Follow that. that. Don't lose sight of that. We have our first question from uh, someone who supposedly is in the audience tonight. (laughs) Supposedly. A lot of liars listen to our show. We'll see. I don't know. Plans change. Sure. Okay. I don't know what yeah. will be more important. Than life, Fair enough. life finds a way. Let's read the oh, I'm, question. I'm trying to. You guys are talking. Uh, I'm a poor college kid working the graveyard shift in a big office building. During the night, many of the office floors aren't used. Some weeks, when I'm a little tight on money, I'll grab some of the food from the other floor's fridges. Most being from corporate lunches, not personal lunch boxes. Am I good? This isn't stealing technically, right? What do I say if someone catches me one night? And that's from Raccooning in Kentucky. And you said most. Yeah, that's a very, that's a critical you, most. I'm going to rewind that most. I steal food, most being from corporate lunches, not personal lunch boxes. So you said most. So like usually, but sometimes it's Gerald's lasagna. <laughs> and, now, is- and now that we've pointed out your evil, are you here? Yeah, yes, 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 right. you are okay. here, okay. All right, you're just a little sheepish about it, and I get it. About your theft Is of- Gerald here? Because we got the guy. <laughs> we got him. We got him, Gerald. The sting worked. It's a long con, but we got him. You know the thing about, I love about Gerald's lasagna? What's that, Justin? The cheese is so nice and bubbly, and his mom made it for him. 
And also, it's Gerald's and yeah. not yours. It's a, the cheese tastes great, and the fact that you're depriving Gerald, Gerald of his motherly gift is... Yeah. Mm. I, I've always had lasagna stolen is sweeter than lasagna earned. Indeed, Travis, indeed. Indeed. I've never heard the question phrased, this isn't technically stealing right, where the answer was, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> right. Because what it should be, it's actually the reverse is true. It is technically stealing. <laughs> It is technically, you are taking but something that's not yours, yours and making it yours. And appropriating it for yourself. That's, that's what stealing, stealing. Is. Yeah. But what you're asking is, what is it stealing? You also use the term raccooning to refer to yourself, and nobody's ever seen a raccoon going through their garbage or picnic basket and thought like, oh, tight. Right. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank God. Now I don't have to worry about that sandwich I was going to eat. Right. No Woo! one ever sees a raccoon combing their yard and thinks, man, I hope he found the rotten turkey I saved for him in my trash. Like, that you didn't save it for the raccoon. The raccoon is taking what but they it's, want. But it's not even that. Because, like, this isn't food someone was discarding. Indeed. They true. were saving it for later, and you said, no, you're not. Well, maybe. You are saving it for me. Maybe the Quiznos party platter was a little bit too much party than this <laughs> office could handle, and it would, it would end up in the, the dumpster. That's what I'm saying. I, I think there's an arc that goes through when you're buying food in bulk, and you bought too much, and there's, like... One of the containers of like soup doesn't get even open. You feel really bad about it. You're like, I'm gonna save this and figure out something to do with it. And then the the fridge does its grim work, and a week later, it is trash. Like, oh, I gotta throw this away. And you can feel great about it because the fridge sort of babysat. Like the fridge is like hot. The fridge is sometimes like food hospice. It's a trash incubator, is what you're. The The fridge carefully, gradually, lovingly and in an yeah. appropriate setting where family are welcome shepherds the food to death. <laughs> and, then, and then you can feel great about throwing it away because, well, it's done its job. And I didn't throw it away when it was good and edible. <laughs> so what was the question? <laughs> I think it's a victimless crime, except Gerald. Gerald is a victim. Gerald has been victimized. Otherwise, you're, I think you're good. It's just, it's corporate food. Steal from, eat the rich as sandwiches. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying. That uh, is a power move if you're like, hey, CEO, your pastrami was great. <laughs> like, uh, you, but you don't say it. Oh, don't say it. But you know it. Um, how about a Yahoo from the great Yahoo Answers service? Uh, this one was sent in by Gina Invieri. Thank you, Gina. It's by Yahoo Answers user Morgan, who asks, How do I sell a single potato? I, man- I managed to grow only one big potato in my yard. Just, just wondering where I could sell it. How much can I get for it? The type is a King Edward potato. It's, you know, it's wild to me that you would work all that time and get one potato, and your first thought is, I gotta sell this bad boy. <laughs> like, did you... You really didn't want a potato, huh? Because you just got one, and you're like, I have to divest myself right. of this potato. The skill level of your, your horticulture game is not apparently awesome, because you only got the one. I can't imagine 
it's the most luscious potato ever grown. Right. To be fair, they do say one big potato. Yeah. How big? I mean, if you let a potato grow, it can get, as far as I understand, infinitely per- large. Perhaps they are amazing. Um, they have a really green thumb. But this one big potato consumed all the other yes, smaller potatoes. Yes, it's potato. an Akira potato. <laughs> I feel bad for this cat the first time they saw the Martian, though. Because, like, that's got to be demoralizing, huh? He grew that. This guy went to space, grew potatoes in his oh. shit and from nothing on space in Mars. And then he got, like, fit enough to live forever on them. This guy did one in yeah. his yard with presumably potato food and special seeds. Now, where potatoes belong. The yeah, Martians belong. benefited. Those potatoes benefited from having Matt Damon's dookie all over them. <laughs> Which is, as we all know, the most wonderful fertilizer around. Right. He might also have been disheartened just because he's a really big Matt Damon fan and the idea of Matt Damon being trapped on Mars really bumped him out. Because he can't make a lot of movies up there. No. Just the one. Yeah. Everything you just said made a a lot of sense (laughs) to me. Here's the thing. You can't go to a farmer's market and somebody walks up to your booth and you have one potato sitting on some sort of column with a velvet cloth on it you with a spotlight wrong. shining down on the potato like you're a, a fucking like vendor in Legend of Zelda like <laughs> 90 rupees for my only potato sold out bye we'll bye. never talk again you are you're wrong Griffin and let me tell you why let me tell you why you're incorrect what people love these days farm to table a locally sourced small batch yeah <laughs> Imagine if you were walking through a farmer's market and someone caught your attention and said, would you like to be the only human to ever eat one of my potatoes? I because ca- you could, you could like, the next day, like, be talking to your friends, like, I mean, I had the most amazing potato last night. And they said, oh, that sounds great. We're going to get Prove one. Prove it. And you're like, you can't. You can't. It I- was mine. I call them potatoes, And yes, as you've guessed, my name is Bo. Ah. And it's the one, it's the only one. This I'll is, ever grow in my a, life. This is a bespoke potato. As you can see, I wrote 2017 on it to help me remember that this is my, this year's potato. You just take small slices off it every day? A potato this good you don't eat yeah. all this is bo This is bow to table, and I made it just for you. Apparently, if you buy it, it's $35. I know you're asking, is it magical? Will it make a big potato stalk stalk into the heavens? I can't legally say yes, yes. but... My lawyers have been very clear. What? Also, they've made some very competitive bids for the potato. You should act fast. Uh, how about another question, Justin? Okay. Gotcha. Hello, but my... It was locked. Hello, brothers. It wasn't. If you were up there, you saw I was lying, and I just spaced out for a second. But <laughs> for you down here, the illusion was perfect. See, you thought you had bad seats, but apparently you had the fucking investigative seats up there <laughs> where you can catch me in all my dirty tricks. Anyway, and stop reading ahead. It's very small down here. You can't see, but it's very small. The tight. I'm having a hard time, actually. Yeah. That. Did you think the salad's turning on you in some way? Oh, God, you washed the salad before you ate it, right, Justin? Dun, dun, dun. Hello, brothers. With candlelights fast approaching, my mother gave me some diamond earrings to give to my fiance because she does not wear them anymore. <laughs> so many in the audience went, mm. <laughs> and wanted for me to pass them down through the family. 
My question is, should I tell her that they were nice earrings that my mother wanted me to give her? <laughs> I, let me... Yes. <laughs> or can I pretend that I spent money on real diamond earrings for one of the best Candle Nights gifts ever? That's from Candle Nights Confused in Coopersville and um, you're not confused. <laughs> That's not what that word means. You know the answer already. What is your fucking long game? Uh, are you here. are you here? You can't yes, good chase also chase that instinct to not identify yourself. Because you may be here with this, this is how this vignette plays out. Honey, Merry Christmas. Oh, these are beautiful. Pop pop puts them in. Thank you, honey. Mom walks in room. Oh, I see you got the earrings I gave my son to give you. Boom, wedding's off. Yeah. There's only one answer, and I'm certain you've already guessed it. If your head's stuck in 2015, you got to bring your mom in on the grift. Yeah. Hey, can your mom hang? <laughs> mom, your... I have a great... No, I told you I was out. I'm out of I'm the out. game. I'm out. I ran my last one. I, I, once you were born, I was out of the game. It got too hot. We lost too much on the Biloxi job. But you're... I, hey, hey, Dylan, I love your new girlfriend. She's really nice. And we have similar interests. And she seems like a fucking patsy. I'm going to take her down. Are you bring, like are you bringing, easy mark. Are you bringing Susan to Thanksgiving? That chump? That <laughs> fucking chump? The be- Does the, she own any land we could... Uh... <laughs> keep the con going. We're just getting started. We're in too deep, Dylan. You can't back out on me now. <laughs> the danger, of course, is that your mom gets deep in the grift mm. and then she can't get out the grift. And then it's like every two weeks she's texting you like, found another fucking Mark. This guy's such an idiot. He works it uh, with me at yeah. Amazon. I've got another- Deborah in accounting just got an inheritance. I've got another pair of diamond, diamond. earrings. <laughs> oh, earrings. these must have just slipped right off your ears. How would that work? Yeah. Mom, is that a gun? Do you are you carrying a gun all the time now? Uh, it's just uh, it's hot out there. It's hot out there. You know, <laughs> what? gets hot out there. How we got to change also, the subject? Also, are you hungry? Do you want a sandwich? Here's a first y- one's free. Oh no, I lost. Who sent this Yahoo in? I'm gonna find it by googling. The, it's also by Gina Invieri. Thank you, Gina. It's uh, Yahoo Answers user Paul T asks. How does wearing khaki pants make you feel? <laughs> Should I have said that like more breathy? Like, <sighs> how does wearing khaki pants make you feel? I can tell you. I can. I can tell you how it makes me feel. Um, like I'm ready for anything because you can get out into the jungles and have khaki pants. You can go to a nice dinner and have khaki pants. <laughs> Those are the two things. Not I have same. to. I, I'm almost done cutting through these branches and then I'm going to go have a nice burger at Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, is, when, when you wear, say they're flexible garments. Khaki is the bridge pant, right? It takes you from. Maybe I'm going to mow the lawn, too. Maybe I've got to attend some kind of fancy religious ceremony. Khaki pants go from day to evening. Exactly, Travis. Thank you. Yeah. That's why you always see James Bond. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I like your pleat, Mr. Bond. They... 
They don't go from day to evening as much as they go from your house to your shift at Best Buy. I... of my khaki wearing took place at some sort of retail job where it was required. And by the way, I only only had the one pair of khakis, by the way. So if you saw me, it wasn't for a fancy event, because those boys were probably not so... Bad bad boys. Probably a bad stink. I've always called khaki pants the shrug of pants. He always says that. He says that all the time. time Because when you put on khaki pants, you're basically going, I don't know, pants... There are very few situations where khakis would be in a pr- like e- like either like if you go to something casual, it's like, well, look at you, <laughs> dressed up, huh? Khakis, and then if you're at a funeral, it's like, oh, look at you, thank you for coming. <laughs> oh, look at because they wouldn't mention khakis. it because it's a funeral. It. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? We're all gonna miss Greg so much, <laughs> but also, but also, sweet nice pants, nice khakis. Nice. Thank you. He would have loved those. Um, how I feel when I wear khakis is constantly worried I'm about to drop chocolate on them. <laughs> yeah. You don't get right. that with a jean. I don't no. worry. I don't. I've never... If, if I'm wearing jeans and I drop something on them, it's like, I'll wash these. If Drink I, it. Soak it in. Yeah, become more that's what jeans are for. Jeans, jeans catch jeans. that stuff, lick it up, and love it, and they just look better. <laughs> you get one drop of khaki. Maybe that's why Best Buy and associated retailers, by which I mean all of them, want you to wear khakis because they can tell if you're a sloppy boy. Yeah. If you're like getting into some, some nasty stuff, they can keep tabs on you. I will say the other side of that is true, though, because if I worked with someone at Best Buy and their pants stayed perfectly crisp and clean at the end of the day, I'm like, you're not living. You're not doing anything. You're huh? not doing it. Get out huh. there. Make some mistakes. At Best Buy? Well. <laughs> like what? I mean, you're basically talking about stealing DVDs. <laughs> it's all, it's all you, you mean. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, I got another question. Here, let me get it open. Now it is really locked. This time, just. Thank you, Griffin. Thank you for get, having my back for fucking once in our miserable lives. I really Not appreciate you. Uh, okay, here what it comes. Could this, he closed it. Possibly, but closed I didn't close it. it. It's uh, the new iOS. <laughs> Did it. We still live at home, as does our 87 year old grandmother. We live in harmony. It's nice. For the most part. But Don't gra- most people live at home? <laughs> Fair. My gra- but, um, but, uh, but you really gra- rat, you really burnt them up. Got them. But Granny has this terrible habit that we need your help to stop. Vaping. She just won't. <laughs> she just cranks. You know, you guys get on my nuts for, just let me finish. See, I lost my place now. That's on you. The woman moves silently through our house. Despite having a large walker and an oxygen tank. She also chooses to have every conversation in a whisper from about two inches from your face. She'll sneak up behind us and whisper things like, There's ham in the bottom drawer. Or... Do we need some more toothpaste? <laughs> Our home is turning into a jump scare factory, and it's only a matter of time before she scares one of us so bad we come out swinging. <sighs> <sighs> Fucking hair trigger, man. That's your grandma, all right? Pump the brakes. There is no court of law that will let you go for that. You realize, right? Well, she scared me so bad. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's from scared Should him. We Put a Bell on Our Grandma. Also bad. 
Neither of these things are acceptable. And that's from, uh, that's from Should We Put a Bell on Our Grandma and Please Say No from Beckley, West by God, Virginia. What's up? Are you here? Currently chilling in Nashville. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, glad the home state is represented here. Uh, don't hit your grandma. Hey, your grandma can be as scary as she wants. <laughs> That's not a fucking invitation. Also, it's you your grandma. You can't, you can't make her stop sneaking up on you because you can't make anybody older than 70 do anything. I do li- I like that in your mind, this is just a random happenstance of a conflagration of things that she does. She's doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> your grandma's hunting you. That's obvious. Yeah. You're not accidentally silent. Like, she's sneaking up on you to scare you. This is a hot, this is a pastime. She was, she was born before the Xbox. She can't just go play Halo and hang out with Master Chief and all of her friends. Right. This is the game that she plays. She was born in the dark. Right. You want her, you want her to go from sneaking behind the Huns' enemy lines to collect intel to just like watching Mori Povich? She was a spy. Your grandma was a spy. A super sneaky spy. Duh. That seemed obvious to me reading the question. So she was a super sneaky spy Uh and had, are you guys caught up on the Americans or I don't want to spoil anything. (laughs) I haven't watched it. <laughs> I was going to say. So if you were expecting some sort of um, joke. Relevant. Thank you, Travis. That's the word. I have a thing I want to suggest, but I also don't want to suggest. Well, let's take a poll. If you, if, you, if you spook your grandma just once in a similar fashion. Fine line. Immediately retracted. Immediately struck from the record. Immediately edited. Oh, out also, your grandma will hit you. <laughs> you can do that. She will give you one chance at that. She um, might be training. Like, why is it okay? I don't want to get combative, but you know your grandmother lives in the house and she does this. How is your head not on a swivel at twenty four seven? Twenty four. How are you not just like ah? Your grandma's like sneaking up behind you. Ah! She's like, that's what the world is like. Oh, she's trying to make you I want to make you strong yeah. and hard. Yeah. Wanna, wanna you gotta be you. tough, because one day it won't be me sneaking up on you. It'll be the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> one Let's, day it'll be Zorro. What? Yeah. What are you Grandma, talking about? What? It'll be the Shadow. Stop it. It's really old stuff. It'll be Fibber McGee and Molly. Come on, Grandma. <laughs> no. You're just making stuff. Boop, 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 boop. It was the, I had a bug on my iPad. Uh, 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 let me see. I got a, it's that new iOS, man. They oh, shit. It and it makes we have a haunted cool. doll wash oh, coming in hot. <laughs> this is rough. This is rough. This is Rose. Sorry, Miss Mercereta. Haunted. <laughs> Well, it would be weird if their posting started with this is rough. This is rough. Um, <laughs> it would be weird pretty much any way it started because yeah. it's a eBay listing for a doll that is haunted. But let's just see what this one says. Haunted dolls found in the storage after grandma passed away. I'm, what just weird. happened? Is this right a, oh shit. Are you shh, are you with us right now? <laughs> um, 
I am having paranormal activity after bringing these dolls home. At first, I was very scared, but now I'm spending more time with each doll in order to get a sense of their energy and give the buyer as much information as possible. This is, I love this phrasing. I am what they call a sensitive. <laughs> Therefore, I'm able to use all my senses and feel spirits. My grandma was a kind, loving spirit, and my Aunt Angelica was a healer and a psychic in her country. Family business, love that. Just like this podcast, she was but a, fake and not she, real. She was a psychic. I like she was a psychic in her country. Like she got over here and was like, I can't see shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not I, getting the signal. I got direct TV now. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I only do metric. I was taken care of by my aunt, so I learned how to perceive and work with energy from an early age. And I'm using different forms of communication as a pendulum and automatic writing in order to give my buyers as much information as I can about my spirit dolls. This is... If you, need to, if you decide to buy any of my dolls, you need to establish your own way of communicating with your spirit. <laughs> so it's like, listen, it's not that it doesn't work. You just need to find, like... Your thing. Yeah, go your own way. My Aunt Angelica, a renowned psychic and healer in Costa Rica. By the way, in case you're keeping track, we are not yet to the item description. (laughs) These have just been bona fides at this point. Uh, So here's the doll vessel. It's five inches tall, porcelain, brown eyes. That is quite little. That is quite a tiny doll, actually. Not so scary. It's a McDonald's beanie baby. This person got pretty buck wild with capital letters, so I'm going to try to emulate it as best I can. Rose is the embodiment of pure love. Her her aura is pink. And she is able to transmit her loving energy with beams of light. Sure. She has come through to help someone find their soulmate and bring loving people into recipient's life. She is an angelic spirit. And should be given respect and care. Recipients should place her on a nightstand with a pink candle where prayers should be made. Oh, good. Good night. Have a good night. My, my personal experience with Rose. She emits a pink warm glow and warm sensations on your body. When you hold her, you're filled with love. Angels are the intermediates between God and humans. They are able to help us send and receive messages from God. They are pure love and light and always by our side to help us. Disclaimer. (laughs) Uh, No returns is the disclaimer on that. So that's Rose. You can just catch Rose on eBay right now. You can go get Rose. Who? Why? Why? Why would you need that disclaimer? You just spent like four paragraphs saying, if you pray to this doll, God will put cool people in your life. But no returns. If you touch this doll, you'll feel love for the first time and warm sensations over your body. And God will talk to you through the doll. (laughs) All transactions are final. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. I, I will say I like a haunted doll that is actually an angel doll. Right. I like that. That's yeah. nice. It's not spooky. It's not spooky. It's not. Nice. Yeah. We like to ignore the fact that angels are just ghosts that you do want around. <laughs> but I'm glad <laughs> to help you cheat at baseball. <laughs> to help you cheat at baseball. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, you want another? I have a regular question. Uh, how about a regular question? And then maybe, depending on how long the regular question goes, maybe we can kick it to audience questions after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Perfect. Here we go. Here it comes. I need your help. I love my so job. You unlock the iPad, and then you want to go to the Google Drives. I love my job, but there's one problem. My boss is obsessed with Taco Bell. <laughs> he forces everyone on my team to eat there every week. Forces? Forces. Open your you fucking get, mouth. Choke it down. Anytime one of us even suggests a different restaurant, he threatens to fire us. I used to actually enjoy the bell, but after three years of eating under duress, it's lost its flavor. I have died. I'm dead. <laughs> and I'm, dead I'm and an I'm adult. R- I'm writing to you from hell. <laughs> How do I escape this Taco Friday trap but also keep my job? That's from Southern Bell and Taco Hell. Um, are, you, are you present? Are you with us? Benevolent are spirit. Are you with us, spirit? No. De- dead person. Okay. Now, there, um, there are many things that I am not. And one of them is like a legal expert. Sure. But I'm pretty sure he can't fire you for that. Yeah. Do you have an HR? Is the HR person just a mop with glasses on it that this boss created? It's just wearing a sign that says Taco Bell Yum Yum. <laughs> Let me get a number nine with three softies. That's what we call soft tacos in Austin, ah, Texas. It's okay. not catching on. I, um, I would love this. <laughs> no. Because basically, whenever somebody asks me I want to eat, the answer in my heart is Taco Bell. And then there are other things in my body, social, mental, economic, physical, sort Religious. of exis- existential, yeah. things like that. Snares that I put in place to keep myself from eating Taco Bell every meal. Is it is it beans? Is the first step in the flow chart? Beans are beans are a good stopgap because there's no room in the tummy for nothing else. But if I had a boss that forced me to eat Taco Bell, I think that would give me permission to sort of be like, "Well, I need this job." Wait, <laughs> question asker is looking at this all wrong. What you have is the shortest path to promotion. Ever. Why? Because, like, on Thursday, you look at the boss and, like, you know what I'm craving? Hey, little Taco Bell. Little T Bell. Uh, hey, man, brought in. I went to Taco Bell. I know. Again. Love it. I, I had some extra. Do you want some? I know uh, you were considering Marsha for the big promotion, but you know what I heard? She is thinking inside the bun. So, one thing about her is that could you. Start taking your boss out to lunch more, and it's always Taco Bell. See if you can burn him out. (laughs) Oh, what are you in the mood for? Just kidding. I know what you want. Taco Bell. We just just left the Taco Bell. I don't (laughs) know. I know. I I thought you liked Taco Bell. Weird. I guess I like it way more than you, huh? Weird. I thought you were the number one How T-Bell is the, fan. by the way, smoking crater of a bathroom at this fucking (laughs) office building? Uh, hey, Not I'm, to get blue, but yeah. you are in a science experiment and you don't know it. Uh, I'm going to be working from home every Friday afternoon for the rest of my <laughs> life. So I'm never coming to this building on Friday afternoons. I wonder if it's reached the point where the boss walks in to Taco Bell and the employees are like, no. No, no. Doug. 
please, we care about you. Taco Bell doesn't make its employees eat Taco Bell <laughs> once a week. Like, seriously. Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of turnover. We, we've had to outlaw the eating of the food. Uh, how about one more Yahoo? This one was sent in by Level 9000. Yeah, Drew. Drew it. Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's from Yeah, Drew Answers user Alex, who asks... What would happen if you put pets in virtual reality? Like a cat or a dog? If yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Those These are, are pets. common pets. Uh, if they somehow figured out a way to transfer your nervous system and apply animals translate, would that mean people could talk to their pets and would they be able to act like humans? Okay, like, stop. Did you see the new season of Catfish? It was wild. A catfish got in the virtual world and pretended to be a human using the we, mind link. We are talking... These are two wildly different questions. Could my I dog put, play super hot and also... Can I talk to my dog with my mind? Are you fucking with me? One question is about putting a helmet on a dog and the other one's about fucking creating dog language and community. Like, we are probably going to need to pioneer that before we get into VR, rather than trying to back into dog communication. Yeah, that would be a weird, like, thing to fall into. Like, right. yeah, we were only making it to dog. What the fuck? Yeah. You want what? He just said he wanted a bone. Could this I, is great. What the, I, I think this is a dog. Could he I, looks like a virtual dude, but I have my suspicions. Could I, could I put my pet in VR? And also, could I talk to my pet? And also, if I ate Fritos, would it make me fly? And this is in a world where Fritos make you fly. So those are the other questions that are corollary on it. That we do need to work that technology out first. Dog would bite not, it. Not enjoy not, the helmet nah. experience no. for a bit. You would need to do the helmet and the cone. So <laughs> I, I have actually found that if I do FaceTime with my wife and the dog is around, the dog does not respond to me whatsoever. Yeah. So my um, thought process is if you put the helmet on the dog, the dog would just sit there like, I don't know what to do with this. No, no. This smells like nothing if, to if me. You, until a million balls come flying at them, <laughs> holy shit, I just turned the corner and I'm very into dog VR. <laughs> I think dogs should be able to use virtual reality. There. I think we should. Set it. Because imagine you're a sweep <laughs> and you just a billion bones fall down from the sky. I can't make that happen for a dog. But, like, dog's second life could ostensibly make that happen. Dogs, you've been keeping your dog prisoner for years. Well, this is the least you could do, is to let them have a peek at the outside my world. My dog would not do well in the outside world. She is institutionalized. She is happy where she is. Shit. Right. Yeah, your dog would look at you with some amount of betrayal, like, this is what you've been doing the whole time? And you kept this from me? Like, of course, why wouldn't you share this with me? This is fantastic. This is incredible. There's a water slide. This is great. This is fantastic. And I can't die here? <laughs> Whoa! Hold on! Okay, wait, stop. No. no, stop. Your dog does not know they're going to die. That's why they're so jized all the time. Don't eat it. Okay, you get VR. The first thing you do in VR is just you learn dog language and then you use that to communicate the idea of mortality. 
And then your dog's going to be like, and I can shoot a bow and arrow in here too? Amazing. Thank you for the goggles. I love it. And again, what about seven, one-seventh as long as, okay, dog ears, I finally understand. Yeah, I got it. I've been wondering what you guys meant by that, but thank you so much for clarifying. Fantastic. Hey everybody, this is Griffin McElroy. Thank you so much for listening to our live show from Nashville, uh, from our tour that we did this past weekend. We had a lot of fun down in the southeast in Nashville and Atlanta. Thank you to everybody who came out to those live shows. Um, We were hoping to be able to record another episode while we were there so we wouldn't have two live shows go up back to back again, but uh, unfortunately we did not have time. The next episode that goes up will be a regular episode. We'll probably sit on the Atlanta live show for a little while, but uh, yeah, that's just kind of the way that it shook out. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening. Real quick, if you uh, live in Chicago or around Chicago and you want to come see us, we added another date uh, in Chicago. That is Thursday, uh, November the 16th, and we still have a bunch of tickets available for that. If you want to come see us, uh, please do. Just go to McElroyShows.com slash tours, and you can find links to all the info there. Uh, I think we still have some tickets available for the Milwaukee show on that tour as well. Uh, all those are at McElroyShows.com slash tours. I want to tell you about our sponsors this week. Our first st- sponsor is Stamps.com. You know Stamps.com from podcasts. Stamps.com allows you to easily buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, and any class of mail using your own computer and printer. They'll send you a digital scale, which automatically calculates exact postage, so there's no need to lease an expensive postage meter. Right now, you can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus postage, and a digital scale without any long-term commitments. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter my brother, all one word. That's stamps.com, click the mic, and enter my brother. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Also want to tell you about Squarespace. Squarespace allows you to create a beautiful website that you can use to turn your cool idea into a website or sell your products and services of any kind. Uh, We have a Squarespace website. It is the aforementioned McElroyShows.com. Travis whipped it up and links out to all of our uh, all of our stuff and it looks really really good uh, Squarespace allows you to allows you the ability to customize your site with just a few clicks it's got mobile optimization real-time analytics and 24/7 award-winning customer support uh, we are encouraging folks to make it stand out with a beautiful website what is it I don't know but make it fucking stand out if you're gonna make it make people see it just go to squarespace.com for a free tra- trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code MYBROTHER, all one word, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Uh, got a few Jumbotrons for you. I uh, just want to let you know that Jumbotrons are going on sale real, real soon next Wednesday, November 1st at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, Max Fun will be selling all spots available for the first six months of 2018 for pretty much all our podcasts. So go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron for more details. First message is for Ray and Kristen, and it's from Rob, who says, Happy first anniversary, Bear and Mrs. Bear. May you have many happy hibernations to come. And that's from Brother Bear. I don't know how these bears got a laptop in the forest, unless, of course, it is those wonderful bears from We Bear Bears who do have a laptop in the forest, and, oh my God, cartoons are real. All cartoons are real. Congratulations on your anniversary, Bear and Mrs. Bear, or Ray and Kristen. I don't know if this is for humans or bears, but it warms my heart either way. This next message is for Scott, and that's Scott with one T, and it's from Ty, who says... 
Scott, 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 and that's the end of the message. I don't know if I said enough Scots. I hope I did because I don't want to get any legal hot water. Scott, Ty is just really enthusiastic about your name. And we're really enthusiastic about just sort of your whole life. Um, thank you again to the uh, Tennessee Performing Arts Center for having us. Uh, here in a, the, the next chunk of the show is the audience questions. And I wanted to preface that by saying we tried something new. Um, we are, are sort of looking for a way to make the audience question segment be a little bit more uh, based around the, the audience actually asking questions instead of sort of saying like a, a, a funny thing or anecdote, uh, which is very enjoyable, but it's not maybe the best launch pad for what, what we do in, in a live environment. Uh, so we try something new in this next segment where we have two people ask questions and then we pick the one that we think we can help the most while still trying to help out the the, the other person uh, just in a, a much more brisk manner. Um, I, I, I think that it might come off as like mean or overly competitive at first, but I promise you that is never going to be the intention of it. It is just like a way for us to uh, really hone in on the, the, the questions that are sort of best suited for this to make sure that uh, we we can uh, an- answer the stuff that I think we can do the most good for or have the most fun with. Um, I think it went really, really well, and I think we're probably going to do this moving forward um, because I think the audience had a lot of fun with it too. So I just wanted to preface that because I didn't want you to hear what we were doing and think like we had turned super shitty and wanted our live shows to turn into some sort of blood sport or anything. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably it. Thank you to John Roderick and the long winters for these for a theme song and a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. Thank you to max fun for having us go to maximumfun.org. Check out all the great podcasts there. And yeah, I'm going to let you get back to the rest of the episode and the next one will be uh, just a regular episode that is going to go up uh, October 30th. All Hallows Eve. I'm a ghoul. Bye. Hello, I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher, hosts of MaximumFun.org's Ono, Ross, and Carrie. We wanted to tell you the good news that our podcast is now weekly. Yeah, weekly. On Ono, Ross, and Carrie, we don't make extraordinary claims. We investigate them. We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and report our findings to you. In a time where alternative facts reign supreme, we cut through the murky spin to give you the real deal on topics like UFOs, the anti-vaccination, movement, Scientology, and even apocalyptic churches. We're even undercover for some very exciting investigations right now. Well, not right now, right now. Yeah, that would be unwise. That's Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org. We show up so you don't have to. Fantastic. On that uplifting note, should we turn it over to the audience? We should. All right, some ground rules. Please don't get up and line up in front of the mics. We're going to try some different stuff out. Who was at our Atlanta show last night? It's a lot of fun. Got, Got a little wild. out of hand. <laughs> the audience questions part. We have some new stuff we want to try out. Justin came up with the idea. It might be a little mean, so I want to let Justin explain what the rules of it are. It's not mean. It's not mean. It's we, fun. Do we, first, let me check on something. Do we have two microphones for audience usage? Yes, we usage? do. Stage left, they? stage right. Stage left, stage right. Fantastic. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have two people come simultaneously. And then amp versus amp. No. In the program, in the program I've devised, they'll both. Do tell you want to play a game? They'll both tell us their questions. Then I will choose. No, we will hear your questions. And again, questions, not 
anecdotes, if you don't mind. I saw a cool kite at the park yesterday. Am I good? No, you're not, actually, because I asked for a question. So questions, and then we will choose who we can help the most. The other person we will appreciate, but their life is on a A trap door will open immediately below They will be killed. Um, They will be prestiged. We're going to choose the person we can help most, and the other person will kindly take a seat, but we will very much appreciate them sharing their life with us for that brief moment. But... That is how we are going to try to... We, we only have a limited amount of time to do audience questions, so we want to make sure we help people who need it the most, do we, or we can do the most And you good. know the other main role. No bummer. Cool. Sorry. Can we get even more house lights? It's yeah, kind it's of a little scary. hard to say. Maybe a little less us light. kind of looks like a and, billion And I'll ghosts. let them pick while I go pee. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. Thank you. All right. Okay. I see a guy in a hat and somebody else is pointing to somebody. I, I, see, I see a shadow with a hat on and somebody's pointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're waving your hat in the air. You're good. Travis, somebody I'm, on the left. I'm looking. Hmm. Okay. Gray long sleeve shirt. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. That person. We're good. All right. Here we go. Left and right. Uh, let's start with you. What's your name? Zach. What's up, Zach? What's up? Uh, and what's your name? Uh, my name is Alan. Sorry? Alan. Alan. Alan? Alan with an E. Alan. Thank you. Generous. All right. Zach. Here's Justin. All right. We've delayed long enough. Zach. I can hear everything. Honestly, if we had wireless mics, we could do the whole show from the can. And that, that is the ideal. <laughs> Zach, what is your question? We'll start with you because you were at the mic first. Okay. Uh, first thing, Justin, thanks for coming back. appreciate it. Um, <laughs> no problem. So, uh... Pretty soon, going to become an uncle. Uh, nice. My brother and his wife are going to have a baby. That's typically um, how it works. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, ran the numbers. That's how it works. So um, my parents have started to do the whole, like, we're coming up with, like, what our grandparent names are going to be. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for whatever reason, uh, my dad thinks it's a good idea for his name to be Tarzan. <laughs> Extremely good. So, um, please, for the love of God, how do I tell my dad that that's an awful idea and I do not want that? That's for, a pretty good one. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Ellen. Ellen, bring the heat. Okay, so I literally work at my dream job and it's wonderful. Cool. Except not a good I have start, a Ellen. co-worker okay. who has worked with this company for 17 years, I believe, and he doesn't understand things like how to load the printer. How do I deal with that? Um, I'm, t- I'm tempted to go with Tarzan on this one. Fair. All right. Because the answer yeah. to that one is just to talk to HR. I feel like I've run out of good office etiquette once. Because there's like a person who's like a my brother, my brother and me person personified, except they can actually do shit who works at the company. So, so we can help you both. Ellen, just talk to that person and try to get them either fired or helped. Either one is fine. It's fine. It solves your problem. So thank you, Ellen. Thank and you, And we're going to kick it over to you, Zach. Zach. Um, Tarzan. Tarzan. Tarzan rules. Tarzan's very good is the only thing. And the thing is you need to get really comfortable with Tarzan very quickly. Ooh, how about instead, how about instead you convince your dad to just go with Lord Greystoke? Okay. Because right. that is Tarzan's actual name and title. Convince your dad sure. to go to, with Christopher Plummer, who, of course, played Tarzan. It's just buck wild what your dad has done in that you can't... A good 
grandpa or grandma name is GG or PP or poop poopums. Boo-boo. If only we had made this joke before at some point. No, no. But it can't... Oh, yeah, that's right. We'd fuck. But it, what, it, what it can't be is, like, Darth Vader. <laughs> okay, so... so I'm e- Pac-Man. So even worse is my mom wants to be Lulu. That's which, good. That's fine. Good. Yeah, yes. that, that's I, cool, but, like, what the fuck is Tarzan? That doesn't... I know. That is, that is an excellent point. Yeah. Because if this kid... Okay, here's, here's what you do. In public, start loudly calling your dad Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> Make him introduce himself to people. Oh, yeah. me? I'm Tarzan. Rub his nose in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Yeah, shake the old no-no can of life at him. Just make him introduce himself as Tarzan. Because that's the thing. What he's not picturing is a four-year-old in Walmart like yelling two aisles over, <laughs> Tarzan! <laughs> Tarzan! <laughs> And him having to look at someone and go, that's me. <laughs> that's me. That's mine. I came up with that one. Um, so, does that help? It doesn't help you. It doesn't no. help you. No. No. It helps no. me knowing that this situation is going to be out in the world somewhere. Yeah. Makes yeah. you feel a little bit better about the state of things. Thank you, Zach. Thanks, Thank, Zach. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Zach. Thank you You've Zach. helped us. You've helped, Zach. All right, Justin, you get to pick this time. Um, okay, I'm going to say this person ha- who's being pointed at would be excellent. Yes, it's you. In second Thank row. You. Both of you. Yeah, both You of go you. right, you go left. That's it. Yes. Oh, this yes. is great. No longer do we have to make the choice fate will choose. We're oh, going. my God, your shirts say. Okay, real quick, stand up, reverse. You got to reverse or they won't get it. Fucking throw five stooges. <laughs> so you can figure it out. Come on. We, you. we, move to the other side. We, we, you're on we the other side. Other... Are you kidding me Are, with this? This is so good. Yeah. There are five people in the front row wearing custom shirts that say we horny for this one. Now, Thank also, you. that is unlicensed. My brother, my brother, and me merchandise, so we are going to need you to burn it. Perfect. Thank you. It's very good. Perfect. It's a very good shirt. Perfect. Thank, thank you. you. All thank right, you. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll start on this side this time. What's your name? Uh, my name is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hello, Amanda. What's your name? Uh, I'm Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Uh, Sandy. Amanda, we'll start with you. What's your question? Uh, yeah, so I'm, rec- I'm going to be ending my graduate school experience, and I'm going to Just be- quit and you just, yeah. fuck this place, bye. Exactly. Yeah, fuck graduate school. But uh, I'm going to be starting a real person job, and it's Monday through Thursday, and so that's four days, but I only have four dress shirts and one <laughs> pair of pants. Is that okay if I wear the same kind of outfits throughout the week? Like, just sort of, just sort of dug it yeah, right there. Yeah. Funny. Is that okay? Like, okay. how many clothes should I have? I really don't know. Okay. Thank I you. do see a lot of room for us to help here. Yeah, okay. sure. What's and what is your question? Um, so I have a lovely two-year-old daughter named Sonia. Um, at least I thought she was lovely until I went to the Y to pick her up from childcare last week and got a full-page report Uh-oh. of how she has been stealing toys, uh, pulling chairs out from underneath other kids. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm wondering, is my daughter destined for prison, <laughs> or or is there something I can do to help her? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. 
okay, I'm going to rule here. And we're going to go this way, and I'm going to tell you why. There's a very slim, slim sliver of daylight with child-rearing questions. <laughs> and it's just, where it's like the, could go just off the It's the, the Kobayashi Maru. It's the Kobayashi Maru, thank you. Or the Star Wars whole bomb in there, explode the... Big, the big one, the round ship. You know ship? the one with the ship and it shoots. You I'm got a, the big moon, I'm, but it's not a moon. Yeah, I'm about three horses next in, and I'm not going to find this liver. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to find it. So I, my prayers are with you and your family, <laughs> and I super do hope that works out for you. But I'm going to take the grounder over here, <laughs> if you don't mind. I hope you understand. If yours could be answered with, buy one more shirt, we would go with it. No spoilers. Don't listen. <laughs> If we could tell you, oh, just buy one more shirt and then your daughter will do better in daycare, we would do yours. Yeah, but seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hey, what's up? So, so four shirts, one pants. And also one pair of flats. Oh, we got to yeah. revise the math then. Okay, okay. hold on. Shit. Hold on. You've changed the whole calculation. Okay. <laughs> you say real person job. Does that mean five days a week? Because we're already hitting a snag. Uh, Monday through Thursday, four days. Oh, well, then, oh you're, then you're fine. I think Wait, you're, it's okay to You got a shirt for each day. Is there a casual day? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you do need one other pant. Not because of like the mi- you know, mix and match kind of thing. But for but, chocolate emergencies. Yeah. 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 If something goes terribly, terribly wrong, you don't want to be sitting there both embarrassed because you got to stand on your pant. And, when and she- also at a loss for what to do tomorrow. Right. <laughs> If you, if you spill spaghetti sauce in your pants, your first thought can't be, well, I can't go to work. That's <laughs> not, that's gotta not fake, a good... Got to fake sick. Got to take some PTO. You, but, I mean, you could cut them off and make jean shorts, of course, but that trick works once. And, yeah. and that, while people may not notice you wearing the same pair of jeans every day, they will, in fact, <laughs> notice you wearing the same pair of jean shorts every day, which is kind of a paradox, but it is true. I actually think maybe lean into this a little bit and, like, you have four different shirts. Make one the Monday shirt. One the Tuesday shirt, one the Wednesday shirt, one the Thursday shirt. But then, two years in, new shirt in the mix. Everyone's going to compliment new shirt. Everyone knows it's new shirt because you only got four. And that's nobody. <laughs> there are very few people in anybody's life who notice when you buy new clothes, as evidenced by the fact that when we were in Atlanta last uh, yesterday, I bought this shirt at J. Crew, and none of my family members have said anything about it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so you're probably good no matter what, because people don't care what folks are wearing to work most of the time unless you work at a Best Buy and you're not wearing the very specific thing that they request. No, that is an excellent point. I've worked at Best Buy, Sears, and PetSmart, and I wore the same thing every day to those jobs, and no one was ever like, hmm, blue polo again, huh? Well, that was a legally mandated blue polo. If you start to get nervous, you can kind of punch it up with, like, maybe a fun brooch. Just one thing you could do. A kicky shawl. Kind of a kicky shawl would be nice. <laughs> kind of punch it up. Did that help? You're good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You. New pants probably. Yeah. And then you're good. Ride it out. All right. Let's do something a little bit further back. Um, on the aisle, sitting on the aisle in a blue shirt, waving both their hands, pointing at your shirt. Blue shirt in the aisle. Yep. 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 And then left side, left, left side, side, left, left side. side. Left Somebody's wearing it looks like a pink cardigan over a black shirt. Uh, and I like, remember we used to do like 50-seat venues, and we could just be like, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Terror Dome. Uh, what is your name? You were here first. 
Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> My name's Faith. Disqualify. Faith? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Those are the rules. What was your name? Faith. Faith, hi. Faith. Sorry about all of this. And what's your name? Uh, my name's Lake, like the water. Hi, Lake, Lake, like the water. Faith, we'll start with you. Hold on. Faith's having her microphone adjusted. Let's start with Lake. Uh, my stepmom, in her spare time, she makes crafts. They're usually like uh, designs on pillows or blankets or shirts. Um, the, the problem is she likes to put like a signature on them. And what she does is my, my parents' initials. Uh-oh. Uh, and, and so it's S&M. <laughs> and M. Uh-huh. Faith, yours better be fucking good. But there's, it's also, I don't think there's much advice that we could do here. And now you're both just sitting on the edge of the stage, which I'm very into, a very casual vibe. Uh, was there a question there, or was it just a, a fun anecdote? How do you uh, change what, their names? What, what do I do? Okay, I okay. figured that, that might All be right. Faith. Very, very good, Faith. Faith. Hi. So Hi. Hi, Faith. I have a roommate. Okay. Um, she does this thing where she'll start a conversation with me in the living area, and as she's speaking to me and I'm invested in the conversation... She, she stays there, just doesn't no, go anywhere? because that's no. <laughs> She'll do the opposite, actually. And she'll go into her room and she'll talk to me and close the door as she's speaking. Okay. God, that's miserable. And she'll go, oh yeah, I had a chemistry test today. It was really hard. And I was wondering... <laughs> and I'm just left there wondering... Does she want me to seek her out? Right. Or is, are we done? Is that her saying, I don't want to talk anymore? I thought you were going to say she goes in the toilet and keeps on rocking. Yeah. Nothing's going in there. Um, I feel tempted to go with the S&M quill. But I don't know that we're going to say anything funnier than the, the very concept. Ooh, this is a toughie. Uh... Yeah, I think you just stop talking to your roommate whenever they do this, because if you can't see them, the conversation has ended, and that just seems like a good sort of protocol. Is that okay? Yeah, that'll work. Okay. <laughs> thank that, you for your honesty. Thank you, know you for your honesty. Yeah, you didn't sugarcoat it. I appreciate that. S and M quilts. Yeah. We actually don't have anything funnier to yeah, say in the quilt, so you concerned? may actually be... Was the question, what is your address, so I can send you one of these awesome quilts? Also, is your concern that someone will get this and be like, oh, this is lovely needlepoint. Flip it over. What? That explains it. Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure people won't be confused. What are some of the other things that S&M are stitched onto? I mean, the Thank prob- you, Paul. Paul's the best. Uh, other crafts. What else are we talking about? Well, I mean, the problem is I, I got rid of it, but at one point I had a sweater with it on it. it is that fucking rule. So I'm sorry. Everything about your life owns bones. <laughs> you do not need our help. You just wanted to brag, and I love it. I'm into it for it's sure. It's very good, but very it makes good. me feel bad and small because your life rules. Well, yeah. I'm scared because she goes to farmer's markets with quilts that say S&M on And she's them. incredibly she, successful yeah, because her shit rules. She makes so much money, even more than the bespoke potato guy down the hall. 
Uh, yeah, I, we have nothing else for you. Your shit rules. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well done. You can, you our PO box addresses are listed on the website. I will make sure to send something if I can. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right, I'm done picking people. I've done a lot. Yeah, you've done good. I'm going to say this person over here with the hat from Mario. Come on down. And the clothes from Mario also, I think. Yes. Just and a Mario outfit. Mario. Thank you so much. I'm very uh, into that. All right, from okay. the left side. Uh, I think it's the uh, Adventure Zone purple shirt with uh, maybe gray hoodie over it, brown hair. You just look sad. I'm pointing at you. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, the person I'm describing. Okay. Oh, it's that whole Mario Odyssey cosplay. I'm so into that because I'm very excited for Mario Odyssey to come out on Friday. Same. And you're cosplaying for it like it's like E3, which seems weird, but also I'm so into it. Because I I saw you and I was like, oh shit, Friday's going to be a very good day. I work at GameStop, thank you. Oh, cool. Excellent. What's your name? I'm Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. What is your name? My name is Brianna. Hi, Hi, Brianna. Brianna. Rebecca, let's go. Here uh, here we go. (laughs) Like he says. Yes. All right. My wow, that's name is good. Rebecca, and I work at GameStop, and unfortunately, I am very small. Okay. Uh, and sometimes I have to close alone, and oh. while I do live in a pretty safe place, Uh-oh. one time we got burgled while I was there alone. Hey, I hear you. Uh, let's have, let's talk after this. <laughs> I was scared pantsless while I was wearing a skirt. Doesn't matter. Uh, well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not very large and scary like sure. someone that should be. Uh, I wish I was so that I wasn't burgled. It was only like 50 well, bucks. You, need to you weren't targeted. They even, weren't like, we're going to rob her. Even big, strong, tough people who look very scary and intimidating can get robbed working at GameStop. <laughs> it happens to even the toughest, surliest looking yeah, I feel like we can, I feel like we can solve this pretty easy Goodwill hunting style by it's not your fault that you got robbed at GameStop. You need to understand that. Oh, it is also your job to not be intimidating. And that it's your job to be like, you got it. You got the it. Ching. Whatever you need. Absolutely. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Now your question. Okay. How do I bulk up fast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go rob a GameStop later. <laughs> Where are some easy ones? <laughs> I can tell you one that's a pushover, guaranteed. What's, so what is the question? Um, I was going to ask, how do I become intimidating without changing my physical self? No, you no, don't. You're, no, you're, you're approaching this from a... Okay, let's do... We'll do yours, but what's... <laughs> what, was, what was your question? Okay, so ever since me and my friends got to our hotel room, weird things have been happening. Here in Hell Nashville? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, lights flickering, elevator stuttering, uh, doors getting stuck. And we would just think this is a sign of a shitty hotel, but there's literally a graveyard across the parking Hell lot. Hell yeah. <laughs> Our hotel room is haunted. What is the protocol for dealing with this ghost? Ah, uh, move hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah, ask for a... That's money. <laughs> well, well, That's wait. money is a really good... That should be a catchphrase <laughs> of Mabim Bam for, like, the thing you said won't work. That's money. <laughs> That's money. Mm. Um... Okay, which who can we help? Shit, shit. Ghosts are real. Ghosts are real. Yeah. Burglary is also wicked <laughs> real. Burglary is also real. <laughs> it's like mad real. I feel like though, if we give advice, anything burglar related, that we could be called to testify at some point. <laughs> there is no ghost court, right? Like we're not gonna. 
We're not going to be held, held liable. Uh, I, I don't know. Getting burgled sucked a lot. And, but there's, like, nothing you... you all joking aside, there's nothing you could have done about that. There's nothing you should have done about that. So you're, like, good. There is no amount of intimidating, I think, an employee can be that someone who has decided to rob a store will walk in and go, no, you know what? Actually, I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> They've right. already decided to rob it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that, is that okay? You're I all hope right. You're, I hope you're doing okay, genuinely. Yeah, I just, I don't care if they rob it, just not while I'm there. Well, that's not yeah. a great... Okay, thank you so much for coming. That's, okay. That's, you're really embodying the spirit of Mario. As long as I get to mine. Yahoo! As long as it happens to Greg. It's a not me! It's a not me? Mario, it happened again! Okay! (laughs) I was at home! Go to the cafeteria or whatever at the hotel, get some salt, circle of salt, done so. Because even if it doesn't work, the ghost will see the circle of salt and be like, they know what's up. You do not want an active player as a ghost. Even if this stuff doesn't work, you don't want someone who's engaged in battling you. That's the last thing. Because <laughs> if you live forever as a spectral form, I think you're probably going to walk pretty cautiously when it comes to, like, oops, I could get banished. You're probably pretty careful about that shit. You see a circle of salt, you're like, not worth it. Also, you have to kind of pity a hotel room ghost because human beings are their absolute worst in a hotel room. You would think, like, no, at home they're most comfortable. No, no, no. I walk in, I throw my stuff around. I just drop shit, half empty coffee. I just fuck it. It's like not quite rock star partying, just so much as just like human animal. Ghostbusters (laughs) is so buck wild because if you are a spiritual being that can live forever and you want to probably protect that, the last thing you're going to want to do is go fight or spook or pull pranks on the only people that can kill a ghost. <laughs> Sorry, that has nothing to do with what you said. It is true. It yeah, is very true. It's like, it's weird because any, <laughs> any ghost that you see stay to do battle with the Ghostbusters is fucked up beyond belief. <laughs> that is actually like the baddest ghost that you do not want to mess with. Because there's like four people on earth that can fuck with them and they are choosing to pick a fight with those four people. Just leave. Just go to like another room. Uh, Or another, just another anywhere. There's only four of them and you're in New York. There's plenty of space. There's plenty of places to Fly up into space. You're a ghost. Forget about it. So... Do you think the first, like a big group of ghosts like stood against the Ghostbusters they're like, we'll we'll kill these like we've killed everyone. Uh, yeah. But then, like, they, they busted the first ghost, and, like, the other 60 were like, shit. Shit, I gotta go. <laughs> oh, no. This is not anything. <laughs> Circle of salt, you're good. You're okay. good. That's fine. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, we can help. We wanna, I think, wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap up. Thank you all so that much. That was very fun, by the way. I think yeah. we're going to do that from now on, but uh, we're going we're to wrap time. the show up. Uh, thank you all so, so, so much for you being all here. You have been so cool. Um... I, a, a couple things, real quick before we go. We forgot to mention this last night. We'll mention it tomorrow night, too. Uh, but as long as we have a captive audience, we are putting out uh, an Adventure Zone graphic novel. Yes. Um, it's theadventurezonecomic.com. Um, so you all don't know what the Adventure Zone is, but the crowd tomorrow is going to fuck up yeah. all that. 
uh, also, we do want to say uh, we already thanked him once. We'll thank him again. Paul Saborin. Thank you, uh, Paul. Amazing. Thank you all should go check out Paul and Storm. If you aren't already fans, you we should We assume that them. you are already. Uh, thank you to Schmanners for opening for thank us Thank you, Thank you to the Tennessee Performing Arts Center. This place yes. is very cool, and I'm very, very cool. excited that we are doing another show here tomorrow. Yep. Thank you, Nashville. Thank you, Nashville. Thank you, Nashville. Thank you, John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. It's very good. Thank you to Max Fun for having us. We mentioned posters by Louise Posters oh, thank out you, Louis. there. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, oh, we um, wish we could, but we are unable to do a meet and greet after the show um, because we have another show to do tomorrow, and we have babies and. I took a nap here. backstage. My body's dead. Yeah, that yeah. salad revived me, but the salad juice is just gone. So uh, we, we br- won't be able to do that. But you're all great. We're so sorry that we're old and boring and whacked. Um, we suck. Yeah. How about that? F- Half oh, dead. Thank you. Thank you. That's very kind. Thank you. How about this final Apparently Yahoo? a bunch of you met our dad at Walgreens. So I hope... <laughs> That's something, right? Griffin, did you have a final Yahoo? Pretend like dad wasn't just waiting at Walgreens. Just like... Getting Band-Aids and Fritos or whatever the fuck you get. Just saying zone of truth out loud. Like somebody might hear that and like... Tomorrow's gonna be fucking cool. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Griff. Funny Yahoo is sent in by the delivery man, Seth Carlson. Thank you, Seth. It's Yahoo Answers user Dirk who asks. Chris Gaines and Garth Brooks. Cousins? <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. <laughs> I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother. May he kiss your dad square on the lips. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Are stacks of unread books taking over your apartment? Do you constantly miss your train stop because you're caught up in reading? I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We party hard. And by party hard, we mean read books. So join us every Thursday on Reading Glasses, a Maximum Fun podcast about reading and book culture. Get more out of your reading life. We'll help you conquer your to-be-read pile. Get out of that book slump. And squeeze more reading time into your busy day. Learn Learn how how to read read better. better. Wow, that was good. (laughs) 